The good, the bad, and the ugly. With Terence Pele. I think before we, we do anything, Sky and I would like to say, Ubeno Sugulogazalwa, O Luchle, Ubeno Sugulogazalwa, O Luchle, Oh Terence. Sugulogazalwa, O Luchle. Happy birthday, Terence Pele. How old are you? Thank you so much. We won't talk about the age, but could you do it in the other eight languages now? Yeah, no, I'll do it on Insta stories. It's fine. <laughs> Terrence, the good, Morning. the bad, the ugly. Today we're talking about something that I, yeah, I feel like it's where my name comes from. So let's go. Well, it's a, it's a fun story, right? Um, does your name fit your job? There's something called nominative determinism, and it's the hypothesis that people tend to gravitate towards areas of work that fits their names. So, like, for example, when I was growing up, I went to a dentist called Dr. Mola. And I have a friend, one of my closest friends, a horticulturist and landscape uh, artist, and his name is Ian Leaf. Huh. And so there are hundreds, hundreds of, of those. And over the years, I've had numerous discussions on this very subject with my good friend and fellow journo, um, Galia Hillhouse. Um, you know, Galia's from Durban Roots. And she's made something of a project of finding these craziest and funny name combos um, that fit, fit their jobs. Galia, you and I have been talking about this subject forever. Uh, you know, people's names that fit their jobs. But listen, it goes a lot deeper than that. It definitely does. And um, we all know Swiss psychologist uh, Carl Jung. Um, and in 1952, Terence, he proposed a theory which was called the compulsion of the name. And he pointed out that the connection between a man's name and his profession or his peculiarities, often amounted to gross coincidence. So it's basically more than just chance. So this started a whole study. And since then, there's been uh, sort of extensive research done into this phenomenon. So the dentist that I went to called Dr. Mola, Mm -hmm. things like that. That's exactly it. So what's quite interesting is um, that in these studies that have been done, and I know there was an American paper, I don't recall now who um, actually did this study, but they discovered that it was really boiling down to what they called implicit egotism. So that okay. basically what that means is we like ourselves, so we would like our jobs to match our names because it sounds right. So do you think so, people just gravitated towards these jobs that sounded like their names? I can't even answer that, but there is an interesting bit of history to mention too, that a lot of names actually evolved from uh, vocations and from jobs. So look at the name of Carpenter, Taylor, Smith, those were actual jobs. So basically someone who worked with wood became Mr. Carpenter. That's right. So here are a couple of people who were sort of really born to do their jobs. We all know the world's best correspondent. Um, He was often on BBC News, a guy by the name of Matthew Correspondent, (laughs) (laughs) which is so appropriate. And then there was this New York lawyer, her surname was Yu, Y-O-O, and her first name was Sue, so that's Sue Yu. <laughs> I would definitely hire her. And then there was the, the daily manager, Laura Hamm, the yeah. television meteorologist, Storm Field, the NASCAR driver, Scott Speed, and we all obviously know Hussein Bolt. I mean, he is the yes. fastest man in the world, and what a better surname to have. Yeah. Do you know, I came across an interesting one, uh, which was the funniest for me, was there was a whaling expert. There was a documentary on whales, mm-hmm. and the expert's name was Jonah Fisher. That is just ridiculous. Do you know that Bolt's Aldrin's mother's name is Marion Moon? I actually read that, you know, I I read that last night. I wanted to tell you about this lady that I knew growing up. And she was the sweetest old bat. And I used to go and visit her. She had a collection of teacups. They were all mismatched. And she had written her children's names under them so that they wouldn't have to argue 
who inherits what. Well, she actually loved birds and she lived on Bird Street. And wait for this, her surname was Avery. <laughs> so wait, wait, like, okay, wh what am I doing here? Why? I should be a pilot. Sky, we're talking about surnames, man. Like I, surnames. I, uh, oh, uh, or, you, or you should be bright. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't know we needed a, a dictionary for today's a good, bad, and the ugly. But if you know someone with nominative determinism, meaning that their name matches their profession, keep it radio friendly if you can. You can voice note us right now, 076-251-2360. I just found out something here. Um, you know the Tour de France and we have uh, Dimension Data, the Kubega team? Oh, the cycling team. The yeah, cycling team. Yeah. The CEO or the um, the boss there, his name is Doug Ryder. <laughs> that's, that's ah. Doug Ryder. Yeah, well funny. done. What about Scott. Miller? I mean, you could you could be making bread or something like that. Yeah, or working but at a bar. And free, guys. <laughs> so, Terrence, some of the the things we've been talking about off air are not are for off air, but there's a lot of names that match a lot of crazy, crazy people in. Um, what do you call it? Is it is it's it nominative determinism? So is it so is it to do with then what you do for a living specifically, mm. or can it like suit your personality? It can suit your personality as well, which is what we're getting into with with Galia. Okay, so if you're considering surnames, perhaps um, mm. you must also think about, say, for example, um, you're planning to get married, and your first name is not necessarily compatible with your husband to be's surname. That could right. be a challenge. Um, I was reading about, um, and this would make a very interesting wedding invitation, about the gentleman by the name of MacDonald who married um, a girl named Berger. So it was the MacDonald no. Berger nuptials. No, that's I am not absolutely true. Says, no, it's very true. It's true. There are a couple of other ones that are really interesting. Um, okay, these aren't combinations now, but we've got... Um, Britain's leading neurologist between, well, he was alive between 1895 and 1966. His mm. name was Russell Brain. <laughs> I mean, how, how appropriate is that? And Igor Judge, he was the, the Lord Chief Justice of England from 2008. So he was mm? obviously referred to as Judge Judge. He was Judge Judge. I have <laughs> a few dodgy ones, like the urologist, um, Dr. DeCock. Oh, my word, Terence, you know. That I'm, was quite funny. There's when also, I was doing research, I re, you know, I, I knew I have to, this has to be kept clean. And, so, and, and then there was obviously the gynecologist called Harry Beaver. Oh, no. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> Galia, you know, taking it further, it's not just names that suit your job, though. There's a combination as well of your name and your surname. And then if your middle name gets thrown in and that really spoils things. So yeah. we all know the surname of Bacon. It's a very popular, yes. it's a very well-known surname. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. So this guy's name was Chris and his second name was Peter. So the plaque on his door um, was Chris P. Bacon. I mean, imagine you get promoted and you're the CEO of the company and you have a plaque on your door, crispy bacon. Crispy Who would take you seriously? I don't know. The only way we like our bacon, actually. Crispy bacon. What else do you have? Um, and I want to tell you this interesting one. I read about this years ago. There was this guy, I'm not sure if it was in the Second World War, but he was a rigger in the Navy, which is all good and well if your yes. surname's not Mortis. <laughs> Rigor mortis. Are you serious? Yes. Do you think parents consciously do that? Sometimes, yes, because I heard that when they were sort of, and trust the Americans to do this, but, mm. you know, at times when there were epidemics, um, names like measles Jones were not uncommon. So that's... Really? You know, it sounds like I'm talking the biggest <laughs> lot of nonsense right now, but this is the truth. And... um 
Yes, and there's one, there's a story, and you're not, you're not going to believe this. There is a lady. She's actually very famous. She rose above her name. If I had a name like this, I would change it. I would have a nom de plume, or I would hide away forever. Yeah. Her name was Ima, and wait for this. Her surname was Hog, so I'm a hog. So what's your <laughs> name? First day of school, I'm a hog. <laughs> Guys, don't laugh. That's I'm scary. a hog, and it's pretty scary. And the McDonald Burger. That sounded like um, Terence was also giving someone's name. Pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> we asked you if you knew anyone with a name that matched their personality or their profession. It's called nominative or nominative determinism. This is what you said. How's it, guys? I love your show. My my manager's surname is Dicky, and well. <laughs> Yeah. I think he was just making a play on the fact that he doesn't like his manager. Yeah, uh, good luck when you get to work, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my dentist up in Joburg was uh, Mr. Payne or Dr. Payne. Mm. Yep. It's a doctor called Dr. Payne. In Meritzburg, our McDonald's is in Burger Street <laughs> and Mediclinic Hospital is in Payne Street. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you heading? A world of pain. Oh. Hi, my name is Heather, and about three years ago I had to have a colonoscopy, and my doctor's name was Dr. Funnel. <laughs> <laughs> colonoscopy, for those of you who don't know, is when they put the camera up the... the Thank you. Into your colon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Morning breakfast team. Um, <laughs> on the topic that you are having this morning, when I used to be younger, my family is involved in motorcar racing and my dad had a guy that worked for him as a mechanic and his name was actually Jack Spanner. <laughs> no, that's not real. <laughs> no. Being, working with Jacks and Spanners all the time, it was quite convenient for him to have a name like that. Yeah, Jack Spanner. No, man, that was a nickname, surely. That has to be. <laughs> and Terence was telling us about as well when, um, when, when oh, he was saying when the people were sick and they were called measles, hey? Measles. You were saying us that I think imagine now some of the things you can have like Mad Cow Miller and Bird Flu Shabalala. Is that not your name already? Jeez, why did you Ed go next? to Bird Flu? Jeez. <laughs> Mark Shuttleworth. Yes! Oh! oh. He did go into Clever. space. Well done. <laughs>